TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still uh-huh. busted, man. What the fuck? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 63 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler. I'm Vito Pepitoni. (laughs) 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 It's enough to... to, That's it. That's it. That's it. How's it going, guys? (laughs) Um... So, uh, uh, last week Dan needs no introduction. Yeah. Well, (laughs) just his laughter was enough of an identifying factor. Um, last week was, uh, Thanksgiving. Chill the fuck out. I'm going to stick your shit. Um, and we, uh, hosted it here at the house. Everyone uh, came by and I got far too drunk. White girl wasted. Oh my Lord. I wouldn't call it white girl wasted because it was all due to whiskey, gin, and, uh, rum. But you can get white girl wasted on things that white girls don't drink. Can you? Yeah. yeah. So then what's the defining element of white girl wasted? Because I thought the too defining much, element... Too much, too fast, too... <laughs> too much, too fast, making a fool of yourself. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> I don't think I made a fool of myself. I fortunately went to bed before anything like that no, could y- happen. No, you hit that sleep wall quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw the moment when you hit that fucking cliff and slid down. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it in your eyes. Yeah, I just <laughs> like realized that I was not going to be a good host unless I got a nap in and then I woke up at five o'clock in the morning and the only two still awake were, well, aside from Jasmine, the only people still awake were you two. Shocker rock uh, band. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was playing rock band all fucking night. It was great. In my bed, so. <laughs> well, so I've, I've spoken about this to, uh, to a couple people and I feel like there's a wall that I hit, but it takes like probably drinking an entire 750 in a party like over a long party like that. Yeah. And then I liken it to if I took a single shot more after that. Have any of you played Grand Theft Auto 5 online at all? Uh, no. A little bit. If but you're not chugging a lot. whiskey in someone's house or apartment, uh, you can actually drink yourself to death. <laughs> really? And, yeah, you can just keep doing it. And your character, before he dies, he will screw the bottle. And he'll, like, stagger a bit, politely set it on the counter, and just crumple into a pile on the floor and die. (laughs) And that's how I would go. I would take that one shot over 750. I would politely put your bottle on the counter and just drop dead. (laughs) It was the last drink that killed him. (laughs) I ate so much on that day that I'm pretty sure it just kept absorbing the alcohol. Because I was like, I had to have had, like, a good eight to nine shots measurement-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shooting. And I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> I was mixing uh, gin and squirt, and I was probably doing Sorry, heavy pours squirt, on such that. Such a weird combination. Sounds it was gin and squirt. Gin mixed with any citrus uh, is a good combination. Yes. Okay. Um, or just gin. Yeah, yes. just gin as well. And it was Hendrix, so I feel bad for mixing it, but I oh, also know gin. that I would have been in way bigger danger way faster if I were drinking that straight. If the um, bottle could break, I don't want it. <laughs> I, I started the night with a a sour and then a, a glass of that uh, Jameson Caskmates, the stout whiskey, mm. uh, which is super tasty. I love that stuff. That yeah, I just so drank good. that straight and made good use of the 
the little metal whiskey ice cube that I have. I had two beers in a, in a delicious mystery shot from my favorite bartender. <laughs> the mystery um, shot was orange juice. <laughs> no, Boston, Boston was really trying this year, like super hard. He was just like, He's just like, I, he, first he yelled at me because I hadn't seen me in a while. And then he yelled, he yelled at me asking for my, where, uh, where my friend was. Uh, and then everyone started showing up and he's just like, all right, is, is tonight the night, Brooksy? Calls me Brooksy. <laughs> we call him Boston, though. So, like, he's, yeah, that's fine. Brooksy Does he Boston, even have a Boston next, accent? He is from Boston. Okay. Oh, at least there's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't, I didn't cave. Christmas, I told him on Christmas, I is it at the the that, that one bar? Uh, the bar formerly known as Nate's Third Base. Now, yes, Third Base. Uh, the place where I went that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he lost he lost the bar in the divorce. Yeah, and then no, the, he died. The next day, immediately, uh, his uh, his ex wife had them remove his name. From the bar. Oh, I still have one of the old T-shirts squirreled away somewhere. It's like my first dad shirt. You know? it's, it's it's already a creepy bar name, but taking the name out of it now it's just called Third Base. Like Third Base, that's just slide it home. That's a get that is a bar I would tonight. not go to. I wouldn't go. I would look at the name and be like, all right, see you later, guys. And really, it's not a terrible place, especially the patio. Like the patio is right up on on the water, and it's real nice, like oh. cool place to chill. Oh. Uh, Except it's when not are fighting on it. It's not nearly as divey in in like the way that it is inside as you would expect with the name like third base. Okay. I got drunk and uh, graffitied T.S. Eliot on one of the bathroom walls there. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. That's the most Brooks thing. So we finally vandalized over it and it was, it was, it was, it was very dumb. I was kind of mad. The most divey bar that I've been to that it was been like a dive bar that I w- never want to go back to. The bone? Is... Iron Horse Saloon. It's way... It's in freaking Arcadia. And I went there to do a... I don't think I've ever even been to Arcadia. Yeah, I hadn't really either been. I've um, been to Neo Neo Arcadia. I went there for an open mic because the dude who runs it apparently loves us and just kept on like asking us to go. We're like, okay, let's go do an open mic. And it was an experience it was definitely a biker bar as you can tell by the name sure <laughs> walk in like there's just trump stickers all over the place oh boy it's the exact kind of people you expect inside a biker bar and i'm sure. like i Good don't standing citizens yeah and well, i sat down and this i would argue dentists. that that's a bit of a generalization it is a generalization that's fair as that's someone fair. who grew up in, partially biker uh there uh, are good bike organizations there i mean it's it's kind of all uh, across the board you can't really generalize stereotype, stereotyping which is never good but the stare when you think biker stereotype it depends on how you're raised the, oh, i think of terminator because like i said since I, get, I was raised around bikers that's not the stereotype that my brain goes to it goes to like a family kind of thing I get where you're coming from. But, yeah. I mean, the, the only bikers that I've ever interacted are bikers that get really drunk and like fuck with my family. Like this one biker chick while we were eating dinner. Uh, <laughs> you see, now I'm just picturing this uh, you know, up, in black and white and it's raining. Walked up and asked my dad if he wanted to go play butt darts with her. <laughs> 
It's like, cool. This is the biker life, huh? You just get really fucked up and fuck with people that are having a nice dinner. It's <laughs> not like that. I know it's I, not, I, but I like, think that's the, all I've interacted with. The and lack it, of because studying all, there is making me think that's just you're at home eating dinner. And this lady just breaks your You want to try to fuck her Um, The... Yeah, I think, honestly, you could probably do generalizations depending on what type of bike. Because I grew up around... Yeah, like Vespas. Well, I'm talking about beach cruisers, obviously. <laughs> well, so I grew <laughs> up... Fucking hogs, brother! <laughs> I grew up around uh, BMW bikers. Oh, so it was a BMW motorcycle bugs. club. And it was mm. all lounger, you know, lo- old, you know, like, loungy BMW bikes. We'd go to, like, motorcycle rallies and shit like that and go camping. And Hills so, like, yeah. These were all the, family These were the people who, like, lay on their bike and have their hands, like... Not like that, <laughs> no. Yeah. With, with the, with the uh, what do they call those, ape hangers? Ape hangers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are actually called ape hangers, yes. Um... Hey man, I played Road Rash. Okay, I know what being a biker is all about. Oh and I he wears usually, a leather jacket. Okay, then that I choose the chain. Then that means you heard pre-popular back when Sugar Ray was hardcore. Oh, mean Machine, Mean Machine. Jesus. Uh, which that okay? Hey, so I know you put down the the one thing on on the list that was music related. So I think that this uh, should should be acceptable as well. Oh yeah. Did you guys see that fucking the lead singer of uh, Mark McGrath, the yes. uh, lead singer of Sugar Ray, was hired on Cameo to break up with the girl's boyfriend? Yeah, Sugar Ray was like his favorite band. Yeah, he was so nice about it. Too. He was like super cool about it, super chill about it. It seemed, you know, like you know, sometimes relationships go this way, and she, you know, she she still cares about you, but doesn't see the relationship going any farther. It's like this is such a weird future in which we live. <laughs> Where we can hire washed up rock you stars know, dude, to that, break up with our significant no, other. I don't care. That's the kind of shit that I would love to do. I hope one day that somebody wants to hire me to break bad news you to know, people. You know, Dan, I feel, like, I feel like there's a business opportunity for us here. Let's, let, let's all do it. We can, we, you know, it, it'll cost extra for teams of us, but you know. We can break up with someone as Mega Dan Brooks or oh my Topless God. Robot Podcast. The uh, the other music related thing that you might be interested in, Brooks, is uh, last show. (laughs) What? Yeah, Slayer played their their last show. Oh no, I I don't care about Slayer. I'm sorry, Slayer, (laughs) Slayer, bro, Slayer. Uh, One of the guitarists from Every Time I Die, Andy Williams. He's this huge fucking dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, He had a wrestling debut. Yeah, as uh, he was was like a wrestling duo. AEW. Yeah, yeah. he he was part of a team, The Butcher and the Blade, and I think he came out wearing a monocle. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah, wow. dude. Yeah. What wow. a world we live in. Yep. Yeah. Usually it's wrestlers trying to become musicians. Yep. <laughs> nope. This time it's a musician who became a wrestler. Well, oh, and wrestlers uh, becoming actors and actually being fairly successful at it. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Rock Roddy Piper. And, and Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan and John you know, Cena. shit like that. John, John Cena. Cena's, John Cena's been great. John's, I love John Cena's when like it, it, all of his movies that well, he's I been in. I've read. Yeah. <sighs> like Cockblockers or what, whatever it was. Oh, was actually God, really Cockblockers funny. was actually fair, pretty funny. Or his team when up he, with Scooby Doo. Uh, 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 was it him who uh, does a uh, he butt chugs yeah, beer? Yeah, he butt chugs. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Wait, really quick. One last thing about the Mark McGrath thing because I, I just had to say it. The best part of that Mark McGrath story of him breaking up. 
$100. That is how far he has fallen. It was $100 a hundred to bucks. get Mark yep. McGrath to go and break up with... Yeah, but some celebrities on Cameo, uh, it's not all wash-ups. And some, some of them don't care either. It's just like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, but some of them clearly have no idea what they're really worth and are charging way too much. Yeah. Like, stupid amounts of money. Uh, I think some of them were like over $600 for a, a cameo. And it's like, you haven't been relevant for a, over a decade. Or, you know, I wouldn't pay that. I wouldn't pay someone who I liked uh, $600 to record a cameo for me. Yeah, I, I understand. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it is. I will pay $5 for Emilio Estevez to break up with myself (laughs) (laughs) to have Emilio Estevez address me as though he's breaking up with me (laughs) I like you but I just don't love you no oh my god have Emilio Estevez record a cameo kicking Charlie Sheen out of the family because like if it's so twenty dollars, know that Emilio Estevez is on there. I'm sure he's probably not. But imagine, like, if he was, I wonder if you could have them record something that personal to them. I'm sure they probably <laughs> have the no. ability to like veto whatever orders they get in yeah. or whatever. But it would be fucking hilarious. I'd hope so. I mean, if there was no veto ability, people would be asking celebrities to do some weird fucking oh, shit. Yeah, There's always. <laughs> Vito Peppatoni ability. <laughs> Get them Peppatoni powers. Man, just because of his name, I hope he becomes famous someday. <laughs> He's doing a disservice to us all. This is my man seven, Vito Peppatoni. <laughs> He's doing a disservice to us all if he doesn't become famous, because that name needs to go places. What is, yeah, right. Someone put him in a mafia movie. <laughs> you won't even have to give him a fake name. Yeah. Like, you just call him Vito. <laughs> Vito Peppatoni. Instead of uh, hiring uh, Nolan North to do every single voice of every single character in your mafia movies or in your mafia game. So when you're walking around and you hear the conversations happening, you can identify that it's just Nolan North talking to Nolan North. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nolan. Yeah. I love him. But remember when he was uh, a voice in Saints Row 4? It was a voice option just called Nolan North. Yeah. <laughs> and he would speak about himself in like the third person the whole time. Like he would blow something up and he would just go, and that's how Nolan rolls. <laughs> you know, it's nuts. So he and Troy Baker have a Let's Play series uh, called Retro Replay. Which is amazing. That's so amazing. Retro Replay got sucked into the Rooster Teeth family of uh, channels. Mm. So now Nolan North and Troy Baker work for Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth is huge, dude. Yeah, it's insane. They've been at it for so fucking long. Like I remember, I was a season two sponsor of Red vs. Blue. My account on their website is 15 years old. Uh, Like it's ridiculous how much they've grown in that time. Yeah, your account can almost drive. uh, Yeah, right. They hit that market before anyone else. You know, that's. I I was not that they weren't doing great too, but they also just. They got in so early. That's that's just a, a, a right strike, you know? I was just reminiscing with uh, Mel today about how I kind of miss there not being central distribution channels for content. Uh, and you'd have to go to people's websites and, like and stuff like that. Like Cinemassacre and shit like that. Yeah, and because... 
she was like, yeah, you know, we'll go to uh, directly to Nostalgia Critics website. I was like, I used to go directly to Rooster Teeth so I could download that week's episode of Red vs. Blue in DivX format. Oh, yeah. Oh, you just aged yourself. <laughs> that, was, okay, boomer. that was a <laughs> okay, boomer. That was we two, got one. That was like 2003, 2004, something like that. Oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember DivX format? Yeah. Pepperidge Farms. And then, and then the follow-up, Xvid. Oh. What, oh. About, what about good old Real Media? Oh, real God. Media. <laughs> I used to have a website that painful had... painful memories that have suppressed. <laughs> I used to have a website that had streaming, like, uh, uh, video game soundtracks in Real Media format. <laughs> How did it oh. sound? I mean, great for the time. <laughs> okay, yeah. When you for don't the have time, anything to compare Considering this to? was in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I wonder how it would sound now if you played one. Like, if you played one, oh, just probably sat down. horrible. Probably horrible. I, I, I don't want... It the summons a demon into your living room. <laughs> For the beginning of our next uh, podcast, we should have the theme song. <laughs> 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 just, or even just this one. That'd just, be great. Just crunch it down yeah, and hurry it. Yeah. it. <laughs> Big crush the fuck out of it. Render like, it out at, like, behind, 16 tie, kbps. Tie, tie that, that, that behind, behind your car and drag it a while. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. so uh brooks um the uh three of us your podcast mates have been uh kind of concerned about you uh lately i didn't do it and uh so we no, uh, I think you did we've decided to uh uh set up a uh an intervention and we thought that the best time to do it would be uh publicly uh on the podcast I feel like we need some like ominous music going here or like Sarah McLaughlin. Stop like. giving me post-production jobs. <laughs> I've already um, sent Zeke back to your house. He's burning your literature as we speak. And all of it. I, actually, I need some supplies. I'll be right back. Daddy's leaving. How do we talk? I, I don't know how uh, to do this anymore. I gotta get some cigarettes. <laughs> not again! We can't speak not when, again! We can't speak when he's not here. Children should be seen, not heard. <laughs> In my opinion, children shouldn't even be seen. Oh, God. Oh, no. And we wanted to surprise you with These are numbered. One. Oh, guys. I, I, I may very well cry. Merry Christmas. <laughs> For our audio listeners, he's opening gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure to uh, tear into the camera. A clue as to what the rest of... <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> And yes, what you're thinking is correct. We did get you V-Bucks in real life. <laughs> he he has the... the uh, is there a gift for seeing <laughs> <laughs> The limited edition of Fortnite tomato okay. action okay. figure. Uh, the uh, bigger one is number two. Okay. We should make a really shitty uh, spoof of Jingle All The Way, but for that... <laughs> right. <laughs> I need the tomato head action figure! It's the only thing my son wants! <laughs> I bet we could get Sinbad for that one. <laughs> well, yeah, donuts. <laughs> Fuck, dude. We thought Merry that you Christmas, should. Buddy. I wish it was a Smirnoff Ice, dude. I was. You I was God, I should have. I was expecting it. Uh, 
Oh. For our uh, for our audio listeners, we, it's a PS4. Yeah, Brooks, uh, Brooks has Spider-Man. long been out of the current generation, so <laughs> less, less than a year before the new one comes yeah, right. out, we've decided to bring him in. Yes. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! And uh, it comes with. Uh, 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 Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Last of Us Remastered, and God of War. Oh, but I thought that wasn't good enough. Uh, so I grabbed uh, Spider-Man as well. Uh, and of course, the obligatory second controller. Oh, fuck, guys. I have to hug you on camera. <laughs> I threw my back out today, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> If you die on us, <laughs> that'll make this. <laughs> that'll make this gift pointless, and I'll be disappointed. Said it. <laughs> no. Uh, you see, now I'm gonna have to get you guys something dumb, <laughs> like <Please>. Fortnite. <laughs> We thought you really needed to be brought into <laughs> the real the, world, the new generation. <laughs> You're out of the matrix now. Fuck. Yeah. Well, now I'm just going to look at this the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to steer into it and, you know, use it to hide this. Erection. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And uh, uh, I think the to and from tags and things say uh, to, to our boy Brooks from your boys. I did see that. Well, mostly I saw this. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to open it up now, actually. Well, I mean, yeah, it's part of your game. Yeah, I have to. You do get this Fortnite figure. <laughs> I really hope it comes with a little certificate for V-Bucks. In the yeah, game. right. It doesn't, I guarantee. Please. I almost, instead of getting, <laughs> grabbing that, I almost grabbed the one of the ninja blind boxes. Oh my oh. god, yeah, that's right. Wait, ninja like the guy? Yeah. <laughs> like the streamer. It's Vito Peppetoni. Were you at Target? Yeah. It's Vito Peppetoni! It's Vito Peppetoni! Vito's gotta stay here with us, guys. Uh, it's just us peps. <laughs> just us just peps. peps. <laughs> Uh, it blows my mind where video games have come, like right? where we are, and uh, like this kind of stuff would never be at Target when we were. Yeah, kids. No this kidding. dude making typos. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, it's uh, double time. There's actually kind of a disturbing amount of Fortnite uh, merchandise I, I've at Target. Not surprising at all. Target, it's not not surprising. Really? Yeah. Honestly, with how popular it is, I get it. <laughs> I suppose. It Literally every 10-year-old in the world is playing Fortnite right mm-hmm. now. I'm just kind of surprised that it hasn't Literally. tipped over yet, you know? I'm surprised, too, but they honestly... Okay, feet as much crap as no, we get Fortnite... I'll never be able to give it back to you. This is a trap. <laughs> as go, much go. Crap, as Those much cigarettes crap as we are going to smoke themselves. They definitely do. Their seasons have been very different, and they change, they've changed up the game quite a bit since it first came out. Sure. Can his elbows bend? I don't think they no, can. They no, they can't. Oh, you can't make him dab, I'm a little disappointed. No, no. It's better that way. <laughs> I'm a little because disappointed he, he doesn't have any, uh, any emo dance moves. Like you can't like hit a button and have him do the do the Turk. <laughs> yeah, right. How do you know? Oh, the, I guess yeah. Technically, I call it yeah. the Turk. It's not the Turk. It is. But yeah, it, they stole yeah. it from. They him. fucking ripped that shit off. <laughs> yeah. How do you know what it's called? <laughs> 
Ah. Ah, the sounds of Christmas. Yep. I know it's a bit early for Christmas, but... The young boy's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone hit pause on the podcast at the same time and never came back. You know what? This reminds me a lot of Christmas, except my mom and dad aren't screaming at each other in the background. (laughs) It's like Christmas, except that your dad isn't drunk and your mom isn't crying. (laughs) Yeah. Vito uh, Tony. It's it's a bit early uh, uh, for Christmas, but... uh, there was no fucking way that we were going to hold on to that for that long. Yeah, I'm really glad that you guys uh, you guys didn't because I was playing Shenmue this week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, man, I gotta I gotta be I gotta play something new because like I got I got Shenmue this week segueing into what I played this week temporarily. Uh, Do you got, know a place where I can participate in a street fight? <laughs> <laughs> I, I changed I changed the um, the dialogue uh, uh, the audio options to Japanese just because I I couldn't handle it man that's the, it that's was the so fun bad. of playing the game's not even fun so you put the voice acting <laughs> on English the game is a lot of waiting around yeah that's why I said it's not fun <laughs> and it's another one of those games that was kind Where of big for its time yeah um, well it looks great. Mm-hmm. I mean, like all things can. I mean, like you know, he's got slightly more definition than than Pepitoni here. Um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I always played Shenmue to the point where I could get to the arcade, and then I just played arcade games. Yeah, because because the game isn't good. <laughs> You're literally looking for things to do that aren't playing Shenmue. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw the uh, the review for Shenmue Three. Come out, one of them. I don't remember who it was, but it just made me laugh because it looked exactly like this from all the trailers that we've seen. But it's like the, the review is just a line. It's like <laughs> it plays like a game that was made by people who looked at the last fifteen years of game development and went, "Nah." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> but the forklift guys. <laughs> now, I, I've, I've I've been playing it at work. Shenmue is the perfect game for me to play at work because I can get up. I can just bring the menu up so the clock's still running and then go do shit like at work yeah. and then I come back and alright now I can go to the tattoo shop you know <laughs> is it the perfect game to play at work because it feels like a chore so you feel a little less guilty that you're playing games while working <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. Like, like on Saturday like I mopped the whole house I work at and played Shenmue at the same time <laughs> quote unquote played yeah <laughs> I experienced Shenmue <laughs> the entire time. Uh, those co- man, I really love the stupid fucking collectible. Yeah, like I have have so many Virtual Fighter and Sonic ones now that I'll never <laughs> actually own, and it sucks. Sorry, it's all right. I'm excited. You can let it out, brother. I'm let excited. So, um. I'm so excited I might eat 40 pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> I was just getting there. Uh, back to the news. Uh, the, yeah, Papa John, the, uh, the founder of Papa John. John Schnatter. Uh, who is no longer affiliated with Papa John. Because he used the N-word. Yeah, he More used the once. N-word on a conference call. Um, and on, a, on a corporate sensitivity training conference, mm-hmm. yeah, of all things. Um, and uh, for some reason, he fucking poked his head out of his little troll hole to reveal that Papa John's pizza quality <laughs> since he left has gone down. And he knows one. this because he ate 40 of their pizzas in 30 days. 
Only 40. <laughs> and he was visibly sweating grease the entire time. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he was shiny. And like, like if you walk too close to an open flame, you just, you just go right up. <laughs> it was... Uh, and then he issued a very vague threat <laughs> and said that we will see whatever the fuck that means. It means that he's going he's gonna to hang outside of the closest Papa John's to his house and just get drunk and start angrily shouting at people <laughs> and delivery drivers as they come out. You're not wearing a uniform, right? Let me show you. Pizza's not as good as he used to I ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. Yeah, I'm having a stroke again. <laughs> as long as he's getting closer to his goal of becoming Pizza the Hut. <laughs> but do you, do you enjoy how, despite the fact that he's not part of the company anymore, he still wears that dumb red collared yep. shirt? I was just going to remark on that as well. What the fuck Ugh. is this man? I have I just, nightmares about wearing. I used to work for Papa John's and fuck that company. Like <laughs> I, I also hate polos. So uh, This is a guy who, in response to Obamacare, said that he would be cutting his workers' hours and increasing. Uh. Mm -hmm. the cost of pizza by a nickel yep by a nick i remember i was working during that controversy yep. oh yeah these you're telling me that you've worked for a controversial restaurant yes right? i actually got uh from the Hashtag. lawsuit that came forward about drivers making less than minimum wage after vehicle expenses i got a sick check from the court case on that nice. uh, i didn't get anything for my time at chick-fil-a <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that your uh, reward was the release. <laughs> that check must have been what ten dollars. It was. Uh, it was actually like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, hey, that's oh, pretty not good. Bad. Not bad. That's pretty good. Um. Yeah. I. I am curious to see where this goes. I just. I want to know what made him. So 40 pizzas. Why 40 pizzas? And why are you being so specific about it? And why would you eat 40 pizzas if you were saying that they changed the recipe and ruined the quality of your product? What, why are you eating 40 pizzas? Was he going to different Papa John's and ordering a pizza from each also, one? Did he feel did obligated he, to eat all of like the whole pizza? Or did he just like, like a slice? Well, yeah, he smell like, like six strings, six string samurai, uh, lonely uh, crossing the wasteland, <laughs> stopping at each Papa John's. <laughs> This is now his mission in life. Let me tell you, this lobby is up to code. <laughs> <laughs> Can I shower in your bathroom? <laughs> you no, dude, he's still got his fucking Can, mansion. Like, oh, that's right. Imagine? He's still rich. <laughs> Can you imagine the fucking... You know why the pizza quality has, went, has gone down? People know who the fuck he is. He goes in there like, look at this piece of shit. And so they fuck Look with this pizza food. shit. They go oh, man, that'd be great. Like, uh, waiting. Yeah. waiting. <laughs> There's a pube a, in every one of those pizzas. A, oh, yeah. I guarantee it. Oh, a yeah. slight poop, you know? <laughs> a slight poop. I'm just saying Vito Pepitoni would be very disappointed. <laughs> Vito Pepitoni, pizza quality assurance. <laughs> PQA. Look, we gotta stop using this real person's name because I can't put it in the podcast title. This kid is going to Google himself one day. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Nito, Nito Prepatoni. <laughs> please put it in the title of the podcast. And please, I just, I, I, I now have a personal mission to make Vito Pepitoni make our podcast come up first in Google for that. 
So then he searches it and he sees him at the top of Google. And he's just like, what the fuck, guys? Whatever, man. I'm jealous of his name. I wish my name was Vito Peppertoni. <laughs> I say Vito. You say Peppertoni. Vito. Peppertoni. Vito. Peppertoni. All right. <laughs> God damn it. I really hope that he listens to this. I really do, too. Because we're not, we're not making fun of him. We're more like worshipping you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in other news, um, Netflix <laughs> is being removed from older uh, devices that support the streaming service. So yeah. uh, older Rokus and uh, older smart TVs are going to lose access to Netflix, which is, I think, the first case now that we've seen of uh an application uh cutting itself off due to the distance of time that has for a subscription service yeah but youtube has already done this to older smart tvs years ago yeah and disney plus actually had an issue with uh vizio tvs Mm -hmm. from a couple years back weren't able to run the service really yeah because uh they just it, it was it's because of the difference in software since then they don't they didn't they stopped updating the software on the um on the tv so like it just i guess it wasn't working i don't remember exactly the reason of it for it but Hmm. uh yeah it's a fairly common thing now i remember um they're like the at least back in the day i'm like i had a vizio still do i just the applications on it because i have fire stick um it would always make my tv crash after like 40 minutes of using it too much and sometimes i thought i smelled burning plastic (laughs) oh that's how, that's how Vizio gets Checking those out, TVs guys. so short, so so inexpensive. <laughs> yeah, right. They change you on the software. Yeah, I just uh, I thought it was interesting uh, because it it I I was obviously wrong, but uh, it felt like you know kind of the f- where we've gotten to the first point where streaming services are starting to uh, have to cut off you know older technology. We're Streaming has been around for long enough. It was mm-hmm. inevitable. It had to happen. Now that they're, they're having to cut that off. It's yeah. definitely a fairly new thing because, I mean, how long have smart TVs been around really since 2010, 2011? Maybe something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean, we're getting to the point where it's like after a while, they're going to stop updating those because there's no point. In, you're you're going to stop just like a game console. You Yeah. You stop up supporting previous generations yeah yeah at a certain point those previous generations don't mesh with the new generations yeah when it starts becoming cost effective that's when you know that's and and tvs flip over so quickly Mm there it's every year there's a new version of the same tv yep not always worth the upgrade but yeah we're gonna soon we're gonna live in the futuristic year of 2020 which (laughs) you know means that you know we'll have outdated robots by then yeah true 2020 yep. it's gonna be uh just like 2019 probably but cooler <laughs> yeah, pretty much because no one is saying no one's gonna say 2000 in 2019 you know it, it, no one's gonna say 2020 i should say. yeah everyone's gonna say 2020 yeah and then 2021 it's gonna be 2021 which means that i'm finally gonna get to live in the fucking future Sans jetpacks, cool robots, aliens. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you're, you're living in the future, the but it's not the cool future. We're living in the prequel. We don't have the cool future that everyone thought we would. Yeah. I don't know. We have yeah. some pretty ridiculous computers in our pocket. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, but there like, is that. We don't have all the radical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have... Not all the radical stuff, but... 
We have, have radical we stuff. Have Vito pepperoni. That. We do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at that truck. <laughs> oh yeah, we got We're a space there. truck, yeah. man. Yeah. We, we got a space truck. We do have that truck. It's inevitable. We really do. Yeah. So, is the minivan just going to be a GameCube with wheels? <laughs> I hope <Please>. so. <laughs> I mean, if they just make a giant GameCube with wheels, it's indestructible. So, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It better have the uh, little carrying handle on the back of it. <laughs> That's how you pull it out of a wreck when it inevitably flips over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the car's good. Car's good. Oh, uh, what else we for, got? For for those of you who enjoy fighting games, oh. uh, if you're following Guilty Gear Strive at all, because they finally gave us the actual name of it, and I'm surprised it's that simple, because normally Guilty Gear games have like stupid long anime titles. Yeah. Like, Guilty Gear XR Revelator 2. Like, <laughs> um, Heaven or Hell. They they put out some uh, some demo Plot gameplay. Rotation. I think they had six total characters to play, uh, and I've been following a lot of the the videos. They've simplified a lot of the mechanics and cut down some combo lengths, and the game looks fucking gorgeous. If there's anything that Arxis has done right, like aesthetically, it's Guilty Gear. Oh, Guilty, sure. Guilty Gear is like oh, one of Guilty the most gorgeous Guilty fighting Gear's games ever. Been, like ever since the original PlayStation, uh, Guilty Gear has always been a standout as uh, in terms of like visual design. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. In in the fighting genre, like the soundtracks have always ripped. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, have you guys heard the new theme song? No. no. It's called Smell of the Game. Oh wait. Yes. yes! Yeah. It's fantastic. It's really good. It's really good. And like, and when they were. When they were playing the song live at uh, at that demo reveal that they were having and everything, mm-hmm. the whole crowd was singing it because it's it's like it's funny English pretty much. Sure, like, sure. Because it's a Japanese dude just singing in English, and the lyrics make absolutely no sense. No. It's like uh, feel this bullshit blazing. That is bullshit blazing. <laughs> like that's actual lyrics. Like it just keeps going. Well, but the song that. is so hype. It's so fucking good. I love I love those bad anime songs. <laughs> yeah, because there's always like one or two English words. You know, even in like you know, even in even in just the cartoon show stuff where it's like kuruta. No, the, arcade machine. <laughs> this, this one is all in all English. English. All English. Bad even English. better. Even better. Oh Life's yeah. A crazy book, guys. So. God, what's the? Was it uh, South Park uh, thing? The last fighting love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. last fighting love. Yeah. Oh, I was boy. I was watching JoJo. The uh, Bizarre Adventures of JoJo. JoJo's B- Bizarre JoJo's Adventure. Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Sorry, I don't like it. So really? I, Wait, I really how do you don't. not like How it? the hell do you not <laughs> yeah, like it? There's a character in the name is Yes. And Robert, I Robert do love e. the yes. Speedwagon. I do love the Yes. <laughs> and yeah, every character is named after a 70s rock band. Oh, also, just, the, the first season is kind of whack. You okay, like, I got the first... Yeah. I started watching the first season. I the finished first the first season and I got... And I just... I was like sitting there watching it. I'm like, why do people like this? I didn't get it. The second it, season is when they like, they finally develop their sense of humor and like the show. I gotta gets get, re- I'll have to let it go. I'll, I'll have to let it keep going. I was watching it, it the first season and I fell into it on the first season because I knew that it had like this. Was, these were all jokes. Like this entire thing was like, they may be playing it super serious in the first season, but it's fucking hilarious because you cannot take it seriously. Yeah, that's what you're not supposed to. Speedwagon. My issue with it. Okay. So I know I am a horrible anime watch. I watch it with, I watch it dubs. I don't, Ooh. I don't sub. Ooh. And I think that might be part of it because the, like they have all the English accents and then the, they b- weird Brooklyn accents that are just really fucking bad. And it's just, 
it's not translated very well or something. And I don't I'll, know. It's really bad. I will also tell you. I don't like it. That the uh, the Japanese voice acting cast for JoJo's is ste- it's stellar. Yeah. So that's something that's something you're missing out on because they are better than a lot of other like standard anime voice acting. And I watch most of, most of my anime when I'm working. Because it's the only time I have, really? Well, you don't actually need to so hear the to, dialogue. I have to hear that, right? And <laughs> there are only, oh my uh, God. <laughs> there are only a handful of uh, anime uh, that are worth watching dubbed. Cowboy Bebop being one of them? Yes. Cowboy Bebop is amazing. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, honestly, uh, Gundam Wing. Uh, Gundam yeah, Wing's Gundam was terrible. Is pretty good. Well, it, except for uh, just hearing, what the fuck was her name? Relina. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Hira! Yeah, uh, just the amount that she did that in the most annoying yeah. way all of the time. I know you hate it, but Dragon Ball Z. Um, yep, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent Dragon Ball Z. Um, Hunter X Hunter isn't bad dubbed. I've watched yeah, both of it. And um, My Hero Academia is actually not bad. On, honestly, either. though, like it all depends on how I am first exposed to the show. It's like if if it, if it, if I'm interested, like um, One Punch Man. Uh, mm-hmm. I watch One Punch Man uh, with subs, and I cannot watch it. I I, I cannot watch a dub. Sure. Um, no, because it's uh, again the voice acting cast for the Japanese version of One Punch Man is oh so good. Yeah. That's when I watch with subs, so but good. I also watched with dubs, and it wasn't a bad, wasn't bad. Gundam, uh, Gundam is also one I I feel like you need to watch in English because there's so much exposition of like military stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot to follow with any of the Gundam mm-hmm. uh, yeah. series. Um, which, uh, by the way, the best one is 8th MS Team. 8th MS Team is the best Gundam series. It's a short I accept series. That. It is That is actually my, my preferred. Very, very good. Uh, I, I always tell people that, that, that talk to me about getting into Gundam. It's like, yeah, watch, watch 8th Team. Because it's, it's, it's in the first universe. Yeah. But it was made during the, the best time for Gundam ever in the, yep. in the, in the mid, mid-90s. Though uh, people have said that Gundam Seed is amazing. I have not spent uh, any time with Gundam Seed. I didn't uh, like it I've so much it's really good. as a teenager myself. Um, it just... I don't know. I might try it again. I did start watching um, uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans, uh, which is uh, Gundam. I think it's like two seasons. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like last uh, five or six, ten years, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. It's on Netflix. Um, it's less, at least so far, I've only a couple episodes in. It's less, I have to stand here and talk about things, and we can't watch any Gundam fights because I'm still talking about things. It's just like, oh, you want, you want some Gundam fights? You want some, like, hardcore, like, violence? There you go. Cool. Right. You know why With a name here. like Iron-Blooded Orphans, it better be brutal. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> um, four, four words. Four words. Child soldiers on Mars. There you go. You mean every anime ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every every anime character, the, uh, like they're all the thin. Turn, they're all adults. <laughs> I don't understand that with anime in general. Just the 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 <laughs> making every character unreal, and it's actually fantasy too. It's, there's a lot of fiction where they make all the main characters ridiculously young and you're mm-hmm. like why just make them teenagers i can touch but well, then i think because most of that stuff technically speaking their target demographic is the age group for uh, yeah. you know that so they're, they're, they're casting in those roles right and because they you know adults happen to also enjoy it that's kind of a side thing but their target demographic is the age range of the characters in the uh, yeah. in the production they're being made for japanese children 
Yeah. And then people around the world just watch it. You yeah. know, I guess that makes sense. But it doesn't excuse like fantasy. There's a whole bunch of fantasy but it's novels. Kinda, the same with fantasy. Do the same man. thing. Uh, they're, they're Harry all... Potter is a great example. Well, Game yeah. of Thrones. Harry Potter's target demographic were children. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Half of the main characters are like no. like the Stark. The Stark children are in the books are like eight, ten. And it's just, it's more the unrealistic nature of what they're doing. Like, Rob Stark's supposed to be, like, 12. And it's like... How is it unrealistic when it's in a universe that doesn't exist? Also, <laughs> I mean... Checkmate, atheist! I get where you're coming from, <laughs> but also, I think, I think contextually it makes sense for that kind of thing. Because they're part of these dark, noble families that all have these terrible histories and all the violence and all the intrigue, you got to grow up fast in an environment like that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, even in like medieval times, not the restaurant. Living, um, living, <laughs> living to be 12 in a universe like that means you've lived to adulthood as far yeah. as everyone is yeah. concerned. Yeah, and I mean, there's a reason why Romeo and Juliet, you know, they're both little kids in Shakespeare. You know, that's like, true. Yeah, and, and I think the most unrealistic part about about any of these scenarios is that fact that they don't have like, you know, just tons of dead brothers and or sisters. Yeah. Know, that constantly well, reference. A lot of them do. Yeah. yeah Bal <laughs> Baldrick, you know, died, uh, Baldrick died falling out of a window when he was four, you know, you know? <laughs> it's like weird little things like that. Daldrick had typhus. <laughs> Daldrick made it to six months and then he died of the fever. Uh, speaking of medieval times, um, did you hear that uh, two people contracted the plague in China? I did hear that. Oh. I was, wasn't sure if you were going to... I wasn't sure which way you were yeah, going. I was like, <laughs> like the restaurants. <laughs> I had already said not the restaurant. Yeah, but this one could have been the restaurant. Could have been a uh, switcheroo, as they say. Speaking of medieval times, did you hear about the plague outbreak? <laughs> <laughs> medieval <laughs> times. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Man, they're really plastic to the bit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, you're, you know, you're not uh, getting paid any extra money for this, right? They, uh, Derek? Actually, now... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're uh they've started hiring lepers for all of their their waiters uh to be more uh charitable and uh on brand why is this green finger in my food <laughs> well, what you taste different it? medieval times got your nose <laughs> different medieval times are marrying the princesses off to each other <laughs> political challenges <laughs> The, 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 the lepers that work in the kitchen uh, work very tirelessly to make sure that they don't, they're trying to get too much of themselves into their food. You know? <laughs> we must yeah. secure the wealth of the princess of Scottsdale. <laughs> Vegas and Scottsdale have formed an alliance oh, are preparing an invasion that for the Colorado version. <laughs> so when, you know, when the apocalypse goes down and, and that happens, you know, the, the, I'm going to say you were right. Like, <laughs> right before one of us dies of typhus. <laughs> I just want you to know. Right. <laughs> Wait, Typhus, isn't that the name of the main character in Final Fantasy X? <laughs> nice. Tidus. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't think no, for, for a real. I thought you were joking. <laughs> uh, it can be whatever you want. I, I was making a joke, but then while I was telling the joke, I forgot what his real name was. <laughs> Way to go, idiot. Hold on, hold on. We, have to, we have to laugh like Titus. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. In other news, if any of you play tabletop or D&D &D or anything like that. Oh, yes. Um, I think it's specifically 5th edition. Uh, it is 
they're kind of testing the waters on adding psionics to it. So it's not actually a psionic class. I can see your look of distaste already, Brooks. It is a wizard archetype. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean one of these? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's a wizard studying psionics like he would arcane magic and using it the same way he would like, like any other wizard. So they're trying to make it less lame. Yeah. So they're, they're trying to make it so they're seeing if psionics are going to work for people. And they're just making it like a wizard class. will have psionic abilities instead of arcane spells. And people are uh, chimping out about it because <laughs> nobody nobody wants psionics in in their like D&D. I've never understood hmm. well, why. It, it's it's kind of like, if, like it? if, if you look if you look at the, the history of the releases, you know, it's like psionics always comes at like the midway point of a life of an addition or like. Um, so it's always like the last thing they try to bring in and it's always dumb. <laughs> and, and, and I've noticed it ruins balance a lot of the time. Uh, in like Pathfinder, they did a, uh, they did a psionic ad and, uh, it's really fucking busted. It's crazy overpowered. So, oh, is that, hmm. so is that the reason why people don't like it? Cause it just ends up unbalancing the game. People are worried about game balance. I always forget about that as somebody who hates munchkins and like, isn't trying to streamline combat. I like things that are broken in both good ways and bad ways. Yeah. Um, so, but I get it. A lot of people play D and D and Pathfinder specifically to cut as many things in half as possible in the shortest amount of time. You know, boring, you, just, you know, body yeah. lasers. For me, the point of D and D is the role playing and the <laughs> creating a character and having fun with that more than it is the combat. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's all about role playing. Um, yeah. I get to be someone else for once, which, you know, that's, Nice. <laughs> I get to yeah. eat snacks and roll dice. <laughs> That's why I play Dungeons and Dragons. I drink about do <laughs> stay up later it's, than my parents let me at home. It's code red. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those like a couple of months ago. Just I was someplace code red. and I think I think there was a I think someone had a can of it and I was just I it was it was so bad. It's disgusting. Really? I love code red. What the fuck is wrong with it you? It was. I haven't had it in so long, and it was like it was like getting assaulted in the parking lot by cherry flavoring. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't get it, man. I can't do the do. I've never been able to. Really, like Baja Blast. Me neither. Baja always Blast. Been my thing. Actually, I like Baja Blast. Baja Blast is the only one it's, I've ever liked. Uh, one of the few the uh, normal uh, like sodas, non-craft sodas that I actually uh, really enjoy drinking. I think the only cra- the only soda that I really like is root beer. Root beer is my root beer is my jam mm. that's your soda that is my soda of choice okay. if i if i drink soda which i very rarely do mm. <laughs> but root beer is the way i go Man, i drink so soda good. constantly my i'm favorite, trying to get better at that though my favorite cola is moxie <laughs> of course yeah. it is. of course it is i'm surprised you didn't say knee high <laughs> no i'm not my dad okay <laughs> <laughs> or what is the uh i'm sorry God, he, what's the red one he, he used to have rc cola and moon pie when he was on break at work from picking tobacco. You're talking about Tab, Ryan? No. Well, we already know we that. Know we already tab. know that oh, Brooks loves, loves Tab. tab. <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying. It's like an older soda called like Big Red or some shit like that. I have no fucking Oh, Big clue. Red's good. Yeah. Big Red's like a red cream soda. All right. So of course oh, he knows. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you guys were I was getting, getting confused. Well, you guys were getting into beer and I stuff. St- I studied age. the blame. I studied <laughs> the soda. <laughs> like, uh, like Brent can tell you about all the kinds of weird soda we were trying out. And, like, I think the best was uh, Fry's had this, like, peach soda. Had this peach soda that was 
Uh, wouldn't happen to have been. Um, it was like Fry's Brand. Oh, Fry's Brand, really? Yeah, Fry's Brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I had, I think it was peach. I had a great uh, good mixer. I had a great peach soda uh, from an Australia company uh, uh, called uh, Bundaberg. Oh, um, Bundaberg makes fantastic. They um, do great root beer. They do great ginger, ginger beer. beer. Uh, but they also do a peach and it's, it's with the thing with Bundaberg is it's, uh, all fermented. Like it's all made uh, by through fermentation. Um, yeah, there's like, there's like stuff in their drinks. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I like, I, I, I like it dirty and cloudy and I like my ginger beer, basically just caustic battery acid. <laughs> <laughs> He wants um, to be able to shine his muffler with it. But like, <laughs> I as enjoy result, chugging it, live cultures. I am flexing on bacteria. It just super tasted like uh, like peach, and uh, it was, but carbonated, and I love it. It was absolutely great. But it's one of the, it, you are more likely to run into the root beer or the ginger beer uh, than you are any of their other flavors. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just like the name, Bunderberg. It's really fun to say. Meanwhile, Bunderberg. in Bunderberg. <laughs> um, Speaking of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I feel like that transition can always be used. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The free transition. It's like, it's like the free space on Bingo. And speaking of Nicolas Cage. But what of Battleborn? Oh, shit. Oh, Battle yeah. Battleborn before I jump yeah. into the Nick Cage being Nick Cage thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Battleborn is, uh, they're closing down the servers and the game will be officially unplayable uh, starting next year. That will surprise me. Um, I was in the beta for that and it was uninteresting. It also and got crushed by Overwatch. It got absolutely destroyed by Overwatch. Ba- Battleborn was the one with the where you could play like as Viking, right? Well, no. Viking. No. Okay, well, I'm thinking of something. It was different. all basically like Cyber Ninjas. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. Gearbox's... Thing. Didn't it come out right at the same time as Overwatch yes, 2? Like, and that's why it got yeah. destroyed by Overwatch. Uh, I even, at that time, I had problems. I mixed up Battleborn and Overwatch all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Overwatch just ended up taking that that throne. Took the, took the baton and ran with it. It just, you know, it had a decently strong following for a little while. And the thing about it is that you have, you have, you have to pay for it. And there is a camp- campaign, apparently. So, like, it's interesting to see a game that people had to buy and that they'll never be able to play it again. Not that there's that many be- people able to play it. Or, I mean, wanting to play it right now, but that's kind of happened. That has happened many times in the past. Uh, and I've been very sad, uh, every, well, at least in one specific case, uh, my buddy Dale and I, uh, both loved, uh, EA's, uh, earth and beyond. Mm. Uh, it was a space MMO where you were flying around in your spaceship and shit. And like, it, it just felt great. It was a, a ton of fun. Um, and it was so, it was not necessarily super well received. And so it ultimately ended up shutting down. And so they, they ended up shutting down those servers. But what happens when you have any amount of fandom behind a game, you know, like that or like Battleborn or whatever, uh, that fandom usually is pretty quick to get to work to uh, reverse engineering the server uh, software in order to keep it living. Yeah. Oh yeah, like fact, with uh, City of Heroes. Now, yep, yep. As we speak now, there someone's working on it. Yeah, almost certainly, almost certainly. Like the second that uh, announcement went out, if not before that announcement went out, I bet the community was already working on uh, private server strategy. I'm sure it was before because people like. I mean, just think of how prolific the World of Warcraft private server market was. Yeah. 
during the game oh. still like height of its popularity. Yep. So we wanted to pay to play it. Just well, there's uh, the matter of not wanting to pay to play, and then beyond that, there's uh, they made modifications to the functionality of it. And oh yeah. So in t- when Blizzard would make changes that they disagreed with, they just wouldn't you know, implement those same changes. And some of those private servers were they barely even resembled the original oh, game. Yeah. Like people would take that shit far. Yep. The thing about that Battleborn, for me, the reason that I'm, I, I brought it up is an in- interesting thing, too. Is I feel like this is probably one of the first games where microtransactions was a major part of the Were way that... Were microtransactions part of Battleborn? Yeah. yeah. You could buy stuff, buy I skins I only played the beta, stuff. so I don't think that they, they uh, had anything live, live at you, that time. You could buy skins. They had in-game currency that you could grind you know your basic grind or you can pay it for it kind of thing and it's like how much money did people who are super into the game spend on that spend on that game now it's entirely not enough to keep it alive apparently not (laughs) yeah take that That makes me more excited than actually in learning that this game existed. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that all these microtransactions will have been for naught. <laughs> uh, or the fact that now they don't matter. So when, when someone brings back like a legacy server for it, like that's it. That's it. Doesn't yep. matter. Yeah, that's and that's something that uh, I've never really thought about. Um, Post microtransaction wasteland. Yeah, like um, these games as a service. Uh, when microtransactions are involved, uh, mm-hmm. that is all throwaway money. That's all money that, you know, like you, it's not even a matter of like, you could lose access to this game at any point in time. It's a matter of maybe you sunk, you know, a thousand dollars into this game and microtransactions and all of that is going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's the way of all things. Yeah, I enjoy throwing things into the ether. I think it's satisfying sometimes. <laughs> like, it's good. It's just like a eh, don't have to worry about this anymore. Gone. Like, I'm glad that Warframe is still going strong because I have sunk a lot of money into that game. Mm-hmm. But I get it when that goes down. I'm gonna be like, shit, I'm bummed out. But also, I'll be like, whatever. It's a game. I mean, it was think- gonna go away eventually. Can you imagine when a game like Eve shuts down? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, that will actually like collapse an economy. There's yeah. a lot of real world money tied up in that yep. game. Yeah. It's insane what has happened in that game. Yeah, no that, kidding. It blows my mind. I don't even, I've, I've only watched videos of people playing it. I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever play this, but knowing the stories around everything, it's like, holy shit. Man, at this point, the barrier to, ent- the, yeah, the barrier to entry is daunting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the fact that you would be going up against something awful goons his goon fleet is probably still the largest fleet uh, in that. I don't want to be dealing with something awful goons. That is not, you know, they're like... Are they like the Team Rocket of this online thing? N- not no, really. Way, way more... Uh, uh, I don't have a nice word for this. Dickish? The best way to put it is... They're space libertarians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, okay. Eve, Eve Online did something that I think is hilarious in that it revealed the true nature of a lot of people who can't do these things in real life, but immediately took the opportunities to do them the moment they were able to online. Mm-hmm. A lot of like bad corporate deals, embezzling, murdering people for the fun of it. Like these are things these people just wish they could do. Now that real world money is tied into it, there are people actually making a living off of like embezzlement and blowing up enemy corporations. And 
and raiding people's actual supply stores and doing all that dumb shit to people. Yeah. There's a lot of bad space pirates out there. There was uh, a huge thing a while back where uh, Goon Squad uh, uh, had a... Uh, they, I don't think they were the biggest fleet at the time. They were not the biggest corporation at the time. And uh, they had someone on the inside who uh, who rose through the ranks uh, in the biggest corporation and rose so high through the ranks that uh, this and I'm going to miss all the details. People who are fans of Eve Online and who follow this more closely than I do are going to get upset that I'm I'm Whatever. missing a lot of details here. But what are you going to do? Basically, Blow me up with your fake spaceship? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> But basically, it was, uh, you know, a dude who had been with this corporation for long enough to rise high enough through the ranks to be the the insider who took down that corporation. Oh, he's a Bebop and there fan. was like a huge uh, um, fight that resulted in the destruction of like tens of thousands yep. of actual I remember watching dollars. it was going down because the fight was so complex. Uh, the game time, the actual real time you're watching it in had to go to a severe slowdown to actually run all of the calculations to make it happen. So all of the ships firing and blowing each other up actually took hours of real world time to play out because the game couldn't handle it. Whoa. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. It yeah. was a real war. I will say the, the the thing that's terrifying about the goons is that when they commit to something, they are all in. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, okay, and to be to be clear, not to, you know, fucking shit on any goons. Um, something awful is just like it, something awful. I, I would rather deal with something awful goons than uh, 4chan tards. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to. It's not to shit on the goons. It's just anyone who's on Eve online is probably a shithead. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just a game that you have to be a shithead on to succeed. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're from something awful or any other forum. Like, if you're on Eve, you're being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. That should be the, the game's new tagline. <laughs> if you you're pray, Eve, you're probably a you're dick. You're being a Eve, dick. Every villain ever. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and that's the thing, man. Like, that commitment that the goons have, that's the reason why Goon Station on Space Station 13 is like one of the most refined servers. It has so many things you can do even above other Space Station stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the goons just all in. Yeah. All the time. They commit. Yeah. They really do commit. They commit to the bit. Um, what else? Uh, is anything that we need to uh, get out here? Uh, oh, yeah. This uh, John Boyega thing that you put down here, Tyler. Oh, yeah. What, uh, yeah so I hadn't heard about this. The Star Wars, uh, the new Star Wars movie, the script leaked on eBay. I think it was last week. Um, and it was being sold. Uh, and oh yeah, this they lady. Bought it back. So wait, it's the new Star Wars, mm-hmm. really? And so this, it's not for the one that's already out. I'm not going to say how much, but the person who sold it could have been rich, and instead they made a big eighty-five they dollars. Didn't know, they eighty. Didn't, I think it was five dollars. Yeah. That's how much it was for. It was on. It, it was on. Um, she could have been a millionaire. But Hold yeah. up. they put it on eighty-five dollars. Buy it now. She she didn't know what it was. I, I she didn't know what I it was. See the actual. I don't, I don't see the exact. I think it was. I th- I saw fifty dollars, oh. but regardless, like maybe yeah, it went all the way up. To they 85. did not know what they found, and then the story came out this week that John Boyega is the reason it happened because he was moving out of his apartment at the time, and he had the script, and he left it under his bed, and then 
he was play, uh, talking to friends and stuff, and they moved it out, and he left it there. And he realized that he left it there, so he went back to find it, and it was gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> wow. So... <laughs> Yeah, the script gets stolen, gets put on eBay for a ridiculously low cost, and I think that the studio got on top of it and bought it back immediately. I was going to say, but man, holy shit. That's, that's crazy. Could you imagine being the first person to find that? I can imagine. Not even not being the person to sell it, but the person being the person to find it for 50 bucks on eBay. I would not believe I, it. I would buy it, and then I would sell it for a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really disappointed that I didn't find it on eBay. Yeah, right. Not that I'm looking on eBay for Star Wars leaked scripts, but maybe I'm going to in the future now. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> set yeah. up an alert just with, for Star Wars. <laughs> Google alert. That'll be great. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of Star Wars, I, I did watch The Mandalorian this week. Isn't it fucking outstanding? Let me tell you. Um, I wanted it to be bad. I kind of, I secretly wanted it to be like, okay, you see, you see, it still sucks, but I can't. Yeah, no, <laughs> I absolutely nope. cannot because it draws from so many things that I personally love and it manages to be fresh and original. And the fact that it's Lone Wolf and fucking Cub. Yep. Uh, holy shit. I have not watched the fourth episode yet. It is a great and I episode. I kind of fell asleep to the third one, but I was like, it was like two 30 in the morning. Yeah. I just, um, I don't like kids i don't want kids this has been <laughs> established i want to protect the fuck out of baby yoda yep. i need to protect him he's baby such a beautiful yoda. little yep. thing he's such a beautiful adorable little thing and i protect can't this help boy. it you gotta you gotta you gotta protect <laughs> this boy meme, all the baby yoda memes are fucking killing they're me. great yeah, they're great like, they are really the great cat, all the, the one with the cat the it just gets me every time <laughs> every fucking time um yeah i uh and also, I, I did spend some time jumping down into old old cartoons this morning. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I revisited DuckTales and, and Darkwing Duck, and I haven't done Goof Troop or Bonkers yet, but... Um, so. I One that I didn't remember liking as much as I remember, uh, as, as much as I like now revisiting it, mm. uh, was Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, I remember enjoying it as a, as a child, but I was way more into Darkwing Duck and Tailspin well, and Darkwing shit Duck like that. Cool and funny. But and Chippendale Rescue Rangers is just fucking great. It is amazing. And as I was watching it, I was remembering all the old tropes how Monterey Jack. I've been catching all the little this is for grownups moments they stick in there. Just like, not even as much jokes, but just like that piece, you know, like little things like I was watching an episode of Darkwing Duck where they did Hopper's Nighthawks painting for a second with the diner, the burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the that like, uh, i'm a big nerd guys i know what you're i i know what you're yeah. talking about i i think everyone has had a print of that before i love it so and also my favorite um tom waits album is nighthawks of the diner <laughs> um, <laughs> my tom waits <laughs> I watched a lot of Star Wars, Clone Wars this week. Oh, yeah, sure. I noticed so that was much. on there, and I'm just like... Eh. So much, because I'm going to catch up, because they have the new season coming out for Star Wars Clone Wars, even though they're three series past it. Oh, and yeah. I'm so excited for it, because it is, it is Star Wars in its purest form. 
Mandalorian is now n- number two, but <laughs> forever. Cl- Clone War- Star Wars Clone Wars is just... Like, oh, it's so good. It's Star Wars like it should be. Just Are you talking about the original hand-drawn animated one or the 3D animated one? 3D animated okay. one. It is so... Like, some of it... <clears throat> <laughs> Ooh, compose yourself, Tyler. <laughs> one, they give... And this is one of my favorite things. They, they, Darth Maul is in it, and they actually give him the character that he was supposed to have. Because obviously a lot of stuff from episode one got cut with Darth Maul, and he was like, oh, everyone's like, oh, this guy looks really cool. And then he was just a faceless baddie. Mm-hmm. But they bring him back in, in Clone Wars, and it, the arc with him going from, you know, it, it spans several seasons, is so good it's so good and then it ties in with solo at the end uh and then ah uh, they they tie it in they tie Nerd. they tie in a few episodes with sagiera from rogue one mm-hmm. uh he's he's a character actually sagiera first showed up in clone wars he was okay. a clone wars character and they he's he they canonized him by putting him by pulling him into the uh into Ro- and, and Star Wars Rogue One. Right on. And then after he showed up in Star Wars Rogue One, they went back to him and like actually <laughs> had uh, uh, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker yeah, yeah. Um, voice him in, later on. And uh, I think it was in Rebels. But that oh, makes sense. It's just, it's so good. It is the best Star Wars. And if you haven't seen it, watch it because I love it so much. I it's haven't. so good there's so many good like there's a lot of fillers so there are guides to watch it in the right order or not the right order but to just skip the stupid because there's jar jar episodes that suck and there are episodes that suck but they're just suck. so bad (sighs) but the political storylines are actually super in depth and interesting the battles are freaking hardcore and the character they make anakin's rise to becoming uh darth vader so much better than it was in uh and obviously in the the prequels they make it make sense no (laughs) but Um, yeah so good so the real question is Who's at the end of... Because uh, I haven't watched it yet. I who's at the end of Return of the Jedi on Disney Plus? Is it Hayden Christensen? Or is it that other guy? The real Darth? At the end of Return of the Jedi? Yeah, the Force Ghost thing? Yeah. Like, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. I guess we'll have it's to... It's probably going to be Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Like, you know it's going to be. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> um... We have technically gotten to the end of the podcast. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, I'm on a rant. But since we're on the mm-hmm. Star Wars uh, stuff, there's uh, some Star Wars news that hit today. Uh, um, there will be another Star Wars film. What? Billy Dee Williams came out as oh, uh, yeah, as uh, non-binary. Really? As gender neutral. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, he it, he feels that he has. Uh, uh, embraces both the masculine and the feminine and uh identifies as as he and she uh and is uh um so not non-binary in the they them sense but um uh identifies with both i mean that's he, pretty cool billy d williams is the coolest cat in the galaxy yeah. so yes he uh, is. you know um Cope 45. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I'm just saying I can hear the internet screeching from here. Just, yeah, right. 
There's there's the whole bunch of I could guarantee it, a whole bunch of someone is uh, currently drawing trolls screeching over Twitter. And yeah. now and also someone is currently drawing Lando Calrissian with a rainbow cape. Oh, 100%. That would be amazing. It has to be metallic though, guys. Just it <laughs> it's kind of metallic and silky smooth. So, uh real quick, uh what have uh, you guys been playing this week? Lots of Pokemon. So much Pokemon. I played for eight hours yesterday. I have no regrets. <laughs> Ion Fury and Shenmue. Um, <laughs> well done. Dan's been playing himself. Yeah, I'm You're a fool. Congratulations. You've <laughs> been playing yourself. Not much. Edo Pepe. Really? Nothing going on, I know. Warframe. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> not a whole lot of video game it, it, time. It was kind a lot of, of Rock Band again oh, because yeah, I, think, I think me and Tyler rock played Rock Band four, four days, days in one week. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of a Sunday, kind of Monday, a, Tuesday, of a weird week that Thursday, I actually got Thursday. to play video games during this week. Um, I ended yeah. up picking up uh, Ori and the Blind Forest on Switch because it was on a Black Friday deal. Nice, uh, very pretty. And game. that port is gorgeous. That Looks, port, it's, it, gorgeous. it's smooth as fuck and it's beautiful. Uh, perfect. So I'm that's the perfect very game for the Switch. That. I want. Yeah. I cannot. I, I, I Highly recommend it. it. <gasps> cool. Excuse me. Well, on that note, uh, thank you for watching and or listening. We'll see you in the next one. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye bye. Uh, Luke, it says I'm locked out of my account again.